This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 272, Why You Should Never, Ever Give Up, part two, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com, and I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy first day of August, and welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. Now, today's a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, I recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 271. Now, here's an inspirational quote that I feel applies really nicely to what I'm about to read to you from J.C. Dean. Quote, to fulfill a dream, to be allowed to sweat over lonely labor, to be given a chance to create, that is the meat and potatoes of life. The money is the gravy. Betty Davis. So with that, let's hear part two as we continue optimizing your life. Why You Should Never, Ever Give Up, Part 2, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. It's hardly ever comfortable. My life philosophy is to fail forward, keep pushing, never ever give up. As soon as you give up, you're never gonna get what you want. In sales, the end goal is the close. One reason I am drawn to the professions I am, fitness, web design, and selling in general, is because they're all results-driven. One way or another, you're getting a result. Regardless of the outcome, someone says no, tells you to jump off a bridge, or buys from you, etc., you're always getting a result. You always have something firm to base your next decision off of. It's like the guy who wants to ask a girl out. His fear of rejection keeps him tightly clutching his beer, sucked to his seat. The problem is he'll never ever know anything if he doesn't act. He's so afraid of getting a no that he won't rise up to get what he really wants. Now, the chances are highly variable as to what the girl might say, depending on his approach. But one thing is guaranteed. He will get a result because he took action. She will either say yes or no. And regardless of her response, he can leave that bar knowing something. He'll know that he needs to step up his confidence and approach more girls, or he will have the shot at taking this new girl out. But without that first step, without having the balls to push for a result, you're wallowing in mediocrity why you might need to suffer first. I hate to say it, but sometimes suffering a few bad blows is what we really need. Sometimes it's that kick in the pants that gets us going again, striving for something bigger and better, reaching for the stars. When I first moved to Nashville in 2007, my life took a turn for the worst. It seemed as if everything in my life had turned upside down. I worked a few odd jobs and then eventually worked a corporate gig that landed me a few therapy sessions. I was depressed and lacked direction. It seemed life was crumbling around me. My health was horrid. I'd lost touch with some great people in my life and couldn't maintain any relationships. I think Tyler Durden said it best. Quote, it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. End quote. I'd hit rock bottom. But then one day, I woke up. I realized that everything around me was, in some way, a reflection of how I viewed my situation. There was only one way to change it, and it began by taking personal action to fix what I could. It was one step at a time. First, I got back into school. Second, I found a way to quit that horrible job. Then, I began rebuilding those old relationships. Shortly thereafter, I began pouring myself into everything I loved. I made goals for JCD Fitness and decided to focus on improving my writing. I then started to learn web development and design in my spare time. No sleep, lots of coffee. I began doing the things I loved again, 
but this time, it was without any fear or inhibition. I simply threw myself into what I wanted and trusted that it was going to work out. I developed the mindset that I could have or do anything I wanted as long as I push and continued to push. It's like the saying goes, no risk, no reward. Or, no risk with a K, no reward with a K. But how does this apply to fitness? In many ways, actually. I'm finding lots of people develop some fairly lofty goals when it comes to their personal aesthetic ideals. The problem doesn't lie within their ambitions. I feel it lies within their mindset and eventually their approach. A common problem we all face is having the gumption to develop a plan, be realistic with timeframes, and then being objective enough to make changes when necessary or when to leave stuff alone when nothing's broken. It's not a matter of having what it takes because I believe we can all achieve something worthwhile when it comes to strength and physique development. It's more a matter of developing the mindset for success, being resilient and never giving in. Having goals and striving for more is what gives us life. I think Thomas Carlyle said it best here, quote, a man without a goal is like a ship without a rudder, end quote. Without a goal, you'll never make any real progress. Never ever give up. So my challenge to you is this. If you've been struggling with weight loss, go find someone who can help and keep you accountable. Get so sick of your current situation that you make the changes you need to make. Get downright fed up with your lack of progress. Hire a coach if you need to. If you're a young guy in dire need of building some muscle, remember to be patient. Realize that this journey is a marathon and hardly a sprint. Your goals should revolve around getting strong and eating well. Your hormones will take care of the rest. If you've been injured and coming back from a long layoff, realize that you've been in great shape before and it's something you can invariably achieve again. And finally, you know yourself best. Develop a plan and work that plan. Do not waver. Never give up. Continue pushing and fighting as if tomorrow will never come. You just listened to part two of the post titled Why You Should Never, Ever Give Up by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. I've shared this story with you all before. In my personal experience, this rings true. When it comes to not wavering and never giving up, I know it sounds cheesy, but for me, I realized after the fact that I actually did this in one aspect of my life. I just didn't realize that I didn't give up until after. So here's what I'm talking about. I knew I was built to teach. I knew I was built for academia, for being in a university or college environment. After I graduated with my doctorate degree, I pursued professorships, essentially. To me, I thought I had this in the bag. I had published some research. I was good. I was already teaching part-time. So I thought transitioning from a part-time teaching position into a full-time one would be nice and smooth. It wasn't. I was rejected by over, I would say, 25 different colleges and universities. I would send universities and colleges these letters introducing myself and why I would be good for them, even when they weren't hiring necessarily. I still got rejected. That didn't work. It was discouraging, absolutely. I thought maybe this isn't for me. Maybe they're telling me something. Maybe I'm not really good at this, and I think I am. In fact, the colleges and universities I was working for part-time rejected me. They didn't want me full-time. But I kept trying. I couldn't ignore the fact that I felt I was built for this. And then the day came when a university gave me the chance and did hire me full-time. 
And from there, within two years, I was promoted. My superiors are happy with me. My students are happy with me. And looking back, I'm so glad that I never, ever gave up. So please, I'm not trying to brag here in any way. This is not a humble brag, but I wanna just tell you that I've experienced rejection many times in my life, and it's not just job-related, but you can do it. I promise, if you don't give up, good things will happen. Now, really quickly, before we go, if you wanna show some support for our podcast, there are many ways to help out, both free and otherwise. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash help to check it out. Thank you again, as always, for listening today and every day. Thank you for sharing this show with a friend or family member. I'll be back tomorrow with the start of another two-part post, but this time from Nerd Fitness. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.